The Morning Sports Desk returns for the 1st of June. How's it going, Corey? Big fan of June. Big, big fan of June. Although it feels like it's uh, late April. Not a fan of this morning per se, but I think it's going to be decent, right? Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna jinx it already. No, I I'm sure. Yeah, I'm willing to jinx it. Is or is it not? I don't know. I haven't really looked at a forecast yet. I mean, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be sunny today. High sixty, mid to high sixties. So okay, it's better yeah. than the alternative. So I, I'm gonna I think take it. The slot is 65 to 75. Yeah. Like perfect temp. Yeah, like the sun's got to be out, not too much wind, but yeah. Yeah, right. If it's 65 and windy, now we're talking chilly in the shade, that sort of business. If it's, But if it's 65 and calm and you're in the sun, it's perfect. Yeah. 75, you can afford a little breeze. Mm-hmm. But that's like the, that's like the slot for me. That's probably... The perfect temperature, which, by the way, not going out on a huge limb there. That's a pretty safe universal slot, I would imagine. Yeah, I give would or say take so. five degrees. <laughs> pretty much. How was your softball yesterday? Well, you know, uh, I really uh, found a good way to get my heart rate up. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Uh, so, for those who don't know, uh, we. Uh, I hurried out over on my shift to go over to Brainerd. So, it was a little hectic getting all set up and getting ready, but. Brainerd had a table set up, so it well, was pretty easy. But I still had to drag my table and gear down the hill, so that was some fun. Let's be that to to be fair. We thought the game was at one thirty. Yeah, and it was changed to a full three hours earlier than that at ten thirty. Wait, was it? And we found out at ten minutes to nine. Yeah, I'd say so. And. Uh, like, all right, let's let, uh, uh, tell me if I'm being fair. I'm going to, I'm going to throw a little description of CJ out into the world. All right. I don't you, like where this is going. You, um, go through life with a pretty stoic energy, but a little like, a little like, I wonder what's going to happen next vibe too. Yeah, that's there's fair. A, there's a little bit of that. And yesterday, um, you were mostly what are we going to do now? Vibes. Yeah, it was more like <laughs> you uh... came into the stu- you came into my studio and we're like, so we just found out the game's at ten thirty, and I don't know how immediately I said you need to go, but it was fairly immediately that you needed to leave. Yeah, and I don't know what the time difference was between deciding you needed to go and when you actually left was, but I looked at the clock and I was like, I don't know if he knows where the high- Brainerd High School field is. If he does know, he definitely doesn't remember that it is a hundred and probably two hundred and fifty yard walk from the street or the parking lot. Yeah, down the hill to the field. Beautiful setup. Yeah, at the at the Brainerd High School field. But I was like, this is going to be a close one. <laughs> and and you know what? We got in like a little, maybe like we got in like a little bit of words before the game started. So we got enough. We got enough. And you know what? By the way, it was a great game Monaga played yesterday outside of our outside of our stuff. No, I mean uh if if we weren't talking about it right now, nobody would probably ever know. And congratulations to Monaga. They play again tomorrow at four o'clock in Brainerd versus Malax again. Yep. Malax came through the um, uh, elimination bracket. That's a four o'clock start time. Win it and you're going to the state tournament lose you'll play a second game 
Uh, you got to win. You have two chances to win once if you're Monaga at this point. Yep. And if you are Malax, you you can't lose. So uh, that game, by the way, we are going to broadcast or games. Um, still being determined on what station that's going to be, and that's being determined still because of some other things that we've got on the calendar tonight. By the way. Six double A baseball on the Superstation, Wadena Deer Creek versus Kimball area. That's at uh, Dick Putts Field in St. Cloud. Beautiful, beautiful field. Probably, I mean, it's up there. It's one of my favorites in the entire state. It's got to be one of the nicest ones because uh, they play. So the St. Cloud Rocks play on Faber Field, Correct. which is just right next to this field. Also gorgeous. Yeah. But, but Putts Field's got like the ivy. It's got the dark infield dirt. It's got the brick. It's, it's got the, a very minor league ballpark feel to it's it. It's gorgeous. Six forty-five pregame tonight. Seven o'clock first pitch on the Superstation. The Wolverines and the Cubs. Um, if the Wolverines win, they would play again tomorrow night at seven. If they lose, they would drop into the elimination bracket, and that would be tomorrow afternoon at four thirty. So. Um, that's how that breaks itself down. Got to wait for some dominoes to fall on the baseball side of things, but still, uh, pretty exciting time as we get through these tournaments. Monaga Braves only, by the way, uh, Joey Cole for the pitcher for Monaga yesterday had herself a pretty good game. I was talking with Dan about this last hour. Yeah. She had seven, six shutout innings yep. from the circle, gave up a couple in the seventh, but they're already up big. Seven complete innings. Yep. Uh, only two runs. Uh, Through the first five innings, she got the first two hitters out every single time. That's pretty good. So uh, there were a couple different rallies, but obviously with two outs, it's a lot easier. And didn't she hit the dinger? Yes, she did. She uh, basically won the game herself with a three-run home run. Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad... That's not a bad game for afternoon. Now, the other girls obviously had some great plays in the field. They had some hits to set it up, and they also scored seven runs total. So it didn't all come from her, but she definitely had a pretty great performance when the team needed her. Uh, Managa, the two-seed, they've beaten... The one seed in Walker Hackensack Akeley. They beat the other one seed in Malaxa. Now they'll get a chance to do it again. So this is what, this is what you want. I mean, they're in the driver's seat. So it'll be really fun to see if they can punch their ticket tomorrow. Talk about a fun year for those Monaga girls, right? Volleyball, I believe. They went on a nice little run. Subsection championship. Yeah. Uh, basketball played in a section championship. And now a section championship for softball. Obviously, it's not all of the same girls for all of the sports, but there is a ton of crossover. And for uh, some of them, that's a pretty darn good year. I would, I mean, yeah. I would have taken it if that's what you're asking. Yes, that, I mean, I would take that too. Like, <laughs> it's something like making deep runs in the playoffs. They're long. They can be kind of a grind. They can be a lot, but they are, they're fun. Like to get to be on those and get, like obviously to win in advance in a tournament is fun. To, weirdly enough to end another team's season is also kind of fun. Super satisfying. It's weirdly satisfying that like those kids are the exact same age as you. You're in the exact same spot, especially when you're like a senior. Yeah. And you don't want to be done, but you also felt good that like now they're done. Yeah, 100%. It's it's weird. It but it's not it's uh I mean it is a little when you think about it when you put it that way. When you is. like take like, a that's, giant that's, step back, but in the short term. That's being competitive. That's that's wanting to win in the moment and and when you get the payoff of a win, you know, I don't I mean I don't know how you are, but 
I, I'm not like a psycho. I had some friends who were psychos. But, like, you ramp yourself up a little bit, as you should. And there's a little, um, a little, you know, screw you attitude when it's all said and done. Like, <laughs> right. Like, you thought you were going to beat us. You thought you were going to beat us. And then, by the way, you know, that's one win in every tournament for us is how that went. But, um, uh, twins split a doubleheader. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, they play game four. Of that five game series tonight, it's a five thirty pregame, six ten first pitch on KW eighty. Uh, yeah, you heard that right. By the way, it is a five game series. They wrap up the series tomorrow in Detroit, which is kind of ridiculous. I don't know. Do you have anything important to say about the Twins? Because I certainly don't. Um, the, this is a little bit from yesterday. I want to get your thoughts on it. Okay. I talked about how the Twins are playing a lot of games in a lot of days. Yes, I'm going to fire some stats at you, and I want to see if like. If any, if anything is very important or if it's just kind of meh. Okay. Uh, so the twins, by the way, this season, they have through the first two months now that they're complete, they've had five scheduled off days in the first two months. Okay. They had seven the previous year through the first two months. Okay. And that's, so that's like one extra off day a month, maybe like an extra one kind of in the middle there. Uh, and again, to people listening on the radio, it doesn't seem like a lot when you're like, ah, oh, they're just playing ball, you know. But it is important when you go look do at- your job every day for 22 straight days. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's the whole thing of resting bullpen arms and getting guys set, and there's travel days and a lot of those. So uh, they had two less off days so far. They'll have two less off days this whole regular season compared to the year before. But that doesn't exclude these five-game series, which include built-in double-headers. The season also has extended an extra series into October to try and make up for those games that got cut due to the lockout. They're playing a full 162-game season with less than a week as normal. Uh, so there's seven stretches of 10-plus games between off days this season. Last year, there was only five. The Twins' record, by the way, in five game stre- in those five stretches of 10-plus games in 2021, 25 and 40. It's, a, it's really hard to try and stretch your bullpen, especially for your bullpen, your lineup, especially for the Twins who are trying to, quoting an NBA term, load manage Byron Buxton and trying to figure out the bullpen that's, as we're learning, is kind of pretty top-heavy. Like, there's not a lot of meat there once you get past the first couple guys. So, I don't know, is there anything about that Twins team that thinks that, like, this lo- the way that this season is constructed that they might break down? I mean, in a vacuum, I would say suck it up. That would, like, in a vacuum, that's the answer. Yeah. It's not really uh, entirely fair, but also... um. You know, it's not like the Twins haven't been extra extra careful, extra cautious about players' game schedules anyway. Um, the, the, the story I've always heard about Rocco and probably, um, you know, leadership above him is they, the guys know their lineups weeks in advance at the very least the following week but yeah like it's pre-planned correct but like yeah so like they know their lineup their schedule for two weeks 
constantly they they know what they're doing this week and probably the next week as well. And by the way, the players probably know it as well. Like Byron Buxton knows when That's his exactly off days. Exactly right. So that that part doesn't change whether you have long breaks or not long breaks or whatever. A minor difference is two times more a year before Byron Buxton would get an off day from a game and then the team would have an off day so he'd get two days in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So two fewer times he's going to have to play a game the next day kind of a situation, if that makes sense. But this team already is doing that. This is not – I. it's – this is not high school baseball where you like just have to get games in because your season started three and a half weeks late. Um, it's, it's professional baseball. They're going to get their games in. They have to like, like it's okay. Like take a day off. We all get personal days at our jobs every single day. It's nice that they schedule those things in for players um, it's unreasonable to expect somebody to play 162 games. You know what I mean? Like all of these things, this team is already acutely aware of scheduling for their players and giving them peak opportunity to perform. That doesn't change for this year. Yeah. And I think another That's weird oversimplified, by the way. Yeah. And I think the way that the schedule is this year allows them to kind of lean more into that. Yeah. But I, I think. With this Twins team, they also have an interesting wrinkle, which is, like, the loan management way is like, okay, we're going to lean more on our young guys. We're going to let Celestino play a little more center. Nick Gordon is getting a lot of reps, more yep. than a utility player would. Luis Arise has kind of played himself into first base, but before, he was just kind of going anywhere the Twins needed him, any hole the Twins needed him to fill yep. in the lineup on a given day. And they're in a weird balance because the guys like Jose Miranda, Royce Lewis... Uh, you know, they've ran into a problem. Celestino, even at times, you run into this problem of you have these young players that are too good to be in AAA. They've kind of outplayed that level, but they're not quite big league starters yet. And you're, you're in first place two months into the season. Yep. You like, you're now officially like a, a playoff contender. Oh, yeah. So you're in this weird balance of you want to rest your guys and get these young guys reps to get them comfortable because they're pieces of your franchise and they're too good to waste away in AAA. But you also, they're also taking, Jose Miranda's taking his lumps a little bit. In the field, he's made a few gaffes and at the plate, he's had some nice hits, but still is kind of up and down. It's a weird balance. Yeah, but it's a, it's the balance you want. Yes. It's the balance good teams have. The guys who they expect to play for them all the time have been good. They're getting key contributions from guys who they're not expecting a lot out of and are trying to grow for the future of the franchise. It's like, I get it's weird to watch on a day-by-day basis, but this is exactly the way you draw it up if you're an organization. It's it's a perfect scenario, other than the fact that I think their starting pitching is still weird. Yeah, <laughs> very weird. And by the way, they lean into that too, as well. The, the, totally. The scheduling, the there's a reason why Rocco is... Resting guys and and a lot, the five and fly kind of mantra of a starter gets five innings the third time through the orders coming up take him out that kind of thing it all it's all it all changes and it's all very much into this weird scheduling year 
But other than that, go Twins. They play the Tigers this afternoon. Go Wolverines. They play later tonight over on the Superstation. And go Braves as well. Braves softball. Uh, one game away from the state tournament. It's 7.30 on KWAD on this morning sports desk for the 1st of June. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack, and with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com. Or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio. Hi, I'm Bamboo HR. Yes, the actual software. Mom was a one, dad was a zero. And my job is to help growing businesses find and keep great people, which is really hard right now. But here's the thing. Hiring the right people the right way leads to good retention. Smooth onboarding leads to good retention. Performance management that actually works leads to good retention. Not to mention easy-to-use payroll. Retention! Try it for free at BambooHR.com.